Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and as always, I'm joined by Nathan. Uh, today, we're talking about more live-action series on Netflix, and more specifically, we are talking about the series Samurai Gourmet. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. my. <laughs> George Takei is right here as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, for those who don't know, Samurai Gourmet is a series that started in 2017, or launched on Netflix in 2017. And it has about 12 episodes, hasn't really got a second series or anything. But yeah, we're here to talk about that today, aren't we, Nathan? Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. Just a bit of like background as well. This came out in 2017, but I also watched it like back then. So I watched the whole series back then, but I haven't actually seen it since. Nathan's watched it uh, for this episode, obviously. Yep. <laughs> My first time ever. And you've watched all the episodes as well, haven't you? Yes. All 12 episodes. So I rewatched it up to episode eight. Um, okay. And obviously I've seen all the episodes anyway. So like I could try and remember what happens in the last four, but I got a general idea of it. Um, but yeah, like so I've revisited the series, you've visited it for the first time, and we're gonna chat about that. So Yeah. Woo. Um <laughs> It's actually quite an easy series to watch, to be fair, because they're like really short. I didn't actually check the time properly when I was making my notes. So like I was based off of the first episode, but I think they're only like twenty-five minutes-ish. Yeah, they kinda they kind of range because the first episode's eighteen minutes long. Oh. Uh, and then uh, I think from there on, they kind of vary from length to length. I think one of them is like 24 minutes long or something. So they have different run times. Uh, but they are all like kind of individual episodes. They all follow the general same theming. Yeah. About, uh, which I don't know if you want to give a quick rundown of what this series actually is, Nathan, before uh, we jump yeah, into Yeah, sure. It. So Samurai Gourmet is based on Masayuki Kusumi's essay and the manga of the same title. Featuring the life of Takeshi Kasumi. Takeshi Kasumi has spent his entire life devoted to his job. Now a retired man, he finds himself with plenty of extra time on his hands. While on an afternoon walk, Kasumi discovers the joys of a daytime drinking and the realization that he is now free to eat and drink what he wants when he wants. Provided to us by IMDb. Thanks for that. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. If it isn't Mal, it's IMDb. <laughs> hey, man. It just makes it easier, you know? Like, I could write out my own thing, but. Whatever. It is streamlined, yeah. We're not, <laughs> we're, we're not focused on it, but that's the source of that. But yes, that is basically the rundown of it. It's about this retired guy who goes around different restaurants and different bars doing, like, ordering food and drinking. Yeah. Basically eating the things that you always wanted to eat, but he couldn't because he was too busy. And now day drinking because he's got nothing better to do, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but like the thing is about this series as well is that like during each of his like different restaurant and bar encounters, like there's also there's like always like a hiccup along the way somewhere, or there's like some sort of inconvenience which he's like kind of like he's quite sheepish around these social social situations. And he's like, oh, how should I handle this? And then he always envisions this samurai and how the samurai would handle it. Which, like, is great to encourage him to go out of his comfort zone. But yeah. it's, like, really weird. Because it's like, I get it, it's Japan. And some people mm -hmm. still do follow, like, some variation of, like, the Bushido code. Yeah. But at the same time, like, <laughs> this old man shouldn't really be trying to emulate, like, a ronin. <laughs> like walking around as a a masterless lawless like samurai doing whatever the fuck he wants it's kind of like yeah yeah i mean i, I think guess 
in in the show itself, like bear in mind, like yes, the the samurai goes around and says what he wants and does what he wants in the in the like visions that uh, uh, Kasumi has. But it's like a just he's like a, a good Ronin, you know. He's not like yeah. out there just slashing people up because it's like oh, fuck <laughs> off, you're you're in my way kind of thing. He's more like look, you're I I'm gonna show you how to be a better person but in my own really weird like abrupt way that is <laughs> so... completely abnormal to <laughs> japanese society it's like such a like it's just basically shows how a samurai would handle a social situation <laughs> which Pretty is much. really strange like obviously with no cut and no death or anything like that and obviously this whole series is really focused around food as well it's worth saying that and you watch the first episode you watch the second episode you'll get uh, even the title gives it away let's be honest <laughs> you, <laughs> like the you only have to watch just... one episode and it is the whole thing is basically like a love letter to the food of japan mm-hmm. there is no better way to put it because it is literally he has the best time with whatever almost anything he eats mm-hmm. give or take I, I say anything because it's there's some, a few episodes. Some, yeah, a couple of episodes like... where he doesn't, but that's part of the episode. But like, just generally, it's about this old man who is trying, basically kind of learning to live life again because all he's known is the office, which this series kind of is a a statement on like Japanese work culture. Yeah, it's a, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it also like doesn't really like break the stigma of anything like that it doesn't say like oh i should go live my life it's just literally like oh this is what i could have done this is what i did when i was in the office and yeah here's and what then i can it's do like, now so it's like <laughs> oh but people it's always i find a lot of it's always him he goes somewhere and then he's like oh people are judging me about what i want to do oh and then <laughs> yeah, samurai comes up and he's like ah fuck it do it oh well, yeah. i'll do what i want and then he's like I will do that. Thank you, Mr. Samurai. Yeah. And sometimes he doesn't do, do it. So, yeah, sometimes, say, sometimes he doesn't. He does not. <laughs> he, he's like, I'm going to do this. And then he walks up and then he's like, hi. But, <laughs> he <just yeah>. stops. <laughs> he's like, he chickens out. He chickens out so much. Like, the, like, the best example of that is, uh, which episode is it? It's uh, is it the second one. I think it's the sixth episode for me. Oh, oh old-fashioned cafe yes right? yes i remember this yeah he yeah. goes to this proper like old style cafe if you play persona 5 imagine sort of leblanc the cafe mm-hmm. you stay yeah at, that right? is spot on yeah imagine that and then like so he's there and he's being all hipster because he's bought his book and he's like you know what this is the best place to read a book get coffee you get food sit there enjoy your book then some guys come in and they're noisy the samurai like shows them up actually does cut them down very rarely does he cut anyone down. Yeah. Right? He cut these guys down. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, Kasumi or Takeshi, like, the old guy gets up and he's, he looks like he's about to say something like, please, like, guys, shut up. And then he bumps into the waitress and he's just like, um, can I move tables, please? Yeah. <laughs> but before that, he even says, can I get the fruit parfait? And then like, it looks like he's about to say something and it's like, oh, no, I'll move tables. <laughs> it's like, so he avoids the situation completely, but it ends up being that the waitress is the one 
There's actually yeah, like it? telling the guys to shut shut up, and it, they like they, they sound with it like oh, okay, yeah, sorry, we're making noise. It is like out of all the situations you can have, that is like the most rational thing. No one needs to get cut down. No one's getting into a fight or anything. It's just like this is still grounded in like the real world. That, that <laughs> whole thing was really funny though, because the way it's shot is like the waitress almost becomes like his hero in that moment. Yeah. She, like, it's when she walks back, in, walks back into yeah, the kitchen or he whatever. Almost like, it's all slow-mo. It's <laughs> slow-mo and sort of like gets a bit weird with the focus and it's almost like yeah. he's like, that's my idol. Oh my God. <laughs> what a goddess. She stopped the noisy men and it's like, <laughs> she's just doing her job, mate. Like, calm down. It's not something, anything special that's going down. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, she just told them you're, disturbing other customers please be quiet that is the one thing about this series as well because obviously like there's a lot of episodes where it focuses on um kasumi enjoying food as well and like he enjoys food so much and he goes into detail about what he loves about a certain dish and there's like he picks it apart and stuff like that and like it said like says stuff like, oh it reminds me of a childhood but yeah. then there's also some episodes where he's doing that and then there's like some guy or like someone next to him just watching him be like are you okay? Yeah. Is it that good? Oh, yes. I, just, I just really liked it. Well, yeah, clearly because you were smiling so much. Yeah. Or oh, it's like, um, I think it's the, I think it's episode five where he's on the film set. Oh, yeah. And the uh, actor's uh, like, is it that good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a box lunch, like, and it's yeah. the most basic thing. And he's like, "Oh, this is and like he's like Kasubi's like smiling, picking up picking apart his food. He's like, oh, this is so nice. This is so nice.' Like he's just talking about rice, and he's like, "The pickled plum represents Japan's flag. <laughs> it glows red." And it's like he goes into it, and then, meanwhile, this these other extras is watching him like, "It's just a box lunch." Yeah, <laughs> like, like, are you okay? Like, are you, so you like, need a moment, like. It's so jokes that where you just see those like moments like come through in the series. But those moments are the best. Like mm -hmm. with his wife, his wife, like I don't know who wrote her like that. Yeah. But the character of his wife like cuts him down in ways that are just so funny. She yeah. like <laughs> she just takes the wind out of his sails constantly, <laughs> but not in like a demeaning way. She just sort of does it. But mm. it's really funny because he always feels so accomplished, and she's like. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> it's it's like the whole thing we were saying about everything about this series is like so normal, but Kasubi like overemphasizes it so much. Like everything's a big deal to him. And when his wife comes on, she's like, "Yeah, th that's like basically my day to day." And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh." <laughs> that's okay. like that's like the first episode, right? It is, he makes it? <laughs> the first episode really great because it sort of shows you everything this is going to be about, mm -hmm. and like. It's over-dramatized because it, it's, again, this old man, he's just retired and now he's basically getting to do what he wants and he has to relearn to just sort of enjoy life. And like, my favorite line from that episode, Pepe, you know, just after mm. he gets poured the beer and oh, he, yeah. he's drinking it and then he says, for the first time after retiring, I feel like I've got a new perspective on life. From a single sip of midday beer. God, that's a, that's a big accomplishment. I, I wish I felt that right. much accomplishment from drinking at midday. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> like, it, it was so funny. Because I was just yeah. like, especially from where we are, right? The cultural yeah. difference is amazing. He's like, oh, wow. 
I've got a new lease on life. I can day drink. And I'm like, motherfucker, you can go any street anywhere in England and find one fucker drinking at yeah. any point of the day anyway. <laughs> There's a pub on every corner. Guaranteed, there's going to be someone in there drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes it's heavier than a beer, I'll tell you Isn't that. It? <laughs> it's things like that. He gets super hyped for things like the simplest things. Yeah. But then like at the end of the episode, it was hilarious as well. Because like he meets his wife on the street. They're walking home. And she just says, red face. The face is red. And he starts freaking out because he's like, oh, my God. She's figured me out. I'm not supposed to drink during the day. And he was, <laughs> he's like trying to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, come up with some sort of excuse or something. And then she just turns around to him and goes, I drank too much wine at lunch, laughs, and then just walks off. And <laughs> you're just like, this is what it's going to be. She's yeah. just going to keep doing things like this. And it's hilarious. I mean, that's what, like both of those characters. Like, they're like the only two real, apart from the samurai as well, that yeah. are reoccurring. Um, but like, uh, they're both written so well. Like, for a series, it doesn't really go to, in too depth into character. Like, Kasumi has a few flashbacks now and then about his childhood or, like, his work life. Um, but, like, both of those characters are written so well. Like, I think, like, it's it's something that's so basic but, like, so wholesome at the same time about the series. That's, like, the perfect word for this series. It's just wholesome. Like, yeah. uh, g- generally, just wholesomeness. It's really lighthearted. And it's it's just kind of nice to see someone enjoy the simpler things in life, you know? I think that's it. Because in these episodes as well, there's very rarely anything that's super dramatic as well. Like, there's very, there's like occasional, there's like small conflicts, like the smallest thing where like, oh yeah, like, because we might end up like getting into a very slight argument. I say slight, slight seems like an overestimation of what it actually is. <laughs> because it's not really an argument at all. It's basically him just saying, like I don't know, I think it was in the uh, the umbrella bar one. You remember? You know, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it might be episode seven. I can't remember. Uh, yes, um, that's episode seven. Yep. Yeah, which is actually I think my favorite episode of the whole series because, uh, oh. like, I think just because it like it it just summarizes the whole wholesome episode. You know, like the whole thing we're talking Fair. about. Like, it gives a little bit of conflict about that guy that walks in and like he's like, oh yeah, these these kids don't know what they're talking about. Management's like the best. And like, it turns out that he's actually retired and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do with retired life. So he's actually, you actually see his side of the story that everyone's like super happy as well. Like got the umbrellas in the bar and stuff like that. And then at the end, you get the samurai toasting and then uh, Kasumi's like, oh, yeah. That is, I just want to say, just as a general statement, though, that is a lot of bad luck. <laughs> like if oh, you're really? superstitious that was nine umbrellas <laughs> open indoors that is a lot of fucking bad luck there bro I, I, my, my one thing about the episode i love how wholesome it was and again I, this is my favorite episode but um <laughs> it's also the fact that it, it's a regular thing that happens because yeah. we're like we're like oh the ceiling's leaking and then the usual like, mama the usual, usual. Yeah, and then like she just brings out umbrellas for each of the customers. They all just sit there in this um <laughs> what in was this it? little yeah. like Izakaya with Izakaya, umbrellas. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, ridiculous. And, and it's like, oh, this is this is like a regular thing. And I'm there thinking, that's cool and all, but like, is it not does it not smell a like damp? <laughs> like, is that well, not a like, thing? Like, like this is what like in a Izakaya of all places as well. I, I would be like, <laughs> if that were if I was in that bar, I'd be like Oh, this is kind of quirky. I'm never coming back, though. 
Yeah. It's so <laughs> awkward. I've got to hold an umbrella now whilst yeah. I've can't even eat, eat and drink or whatever. Because the guy, right? the guy was saying, oh yeah, where's my karage? And it's like, oh wait, the cookers aren't working because it's raining indoors. <laughs> and oh, all you can have it. some of my uh, chicken. It's a bit wet yeah. though. Wet chicken. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'd be there like... Bro, what about other potential customers that are walking in right now? <laughs> so a guy walks in like, oh, cool, I'll get some like, yakitori. No, you're not. <laughs> it's already indoors. Get the fuck out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> For me, I'd be like, I think I'd take my chances with the rain. So I'm gonna, can I get my check? I'm gone. Like it, <laughs> like, this is like this is like the very cynical side to us, by the way. Coming oh, out yeah, because for sure. the episode itself is not like supposed to be. Cre- it's like it's supposed to bring that whole meeting. We're just picking it apart like that. <laughs> I, again, like I think it's just because it's a happy episode in it. And like, yeah, but it's yeah. In reality, yeah, that shit wouldn't happen. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, like, it's when you were saying like he gets into like confrontations. I thought you were going to mention episode four, to be fair. That was the most oh, awkward yeah. episode because mm. it was the most, like, real. Which one was episode four again? Remind uh, me. That's the Yakiniku one, you know, where he meets his niece. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she's just, niece. like, pissed at him for no reason. That one was too real, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like that is very true, Like, because it's obviously his niece uh, is struggling to find a job, but she actually wants to be in a band, but she hasn't told her parents that at all. And, like... Every time um, Kasubi wants to talk to her about it or like tries to bring it up, she shuts him down. And, uh, he's like pushing me away. He's like, oh, adults always want to tell me what to do. Why are you telling me what to do? And it's all over Yakiniku as well. So he's so she's like putting all the meat on the grill. And like it's like, yeah, it's like freaking, like, I don't care. Let's just cook it all right now. And he like <laughs> Kasubi's like, no, we need to take our time with it. We do each bit individually or we do this bit of meat first. And then she's like, oh, God, that everyone's told what to do. And it's yeah, like... it, it's, it was a tougher episode to watch because mm-hmm. thematically it didn't, it didn't quite fit the rest of the other episodes because this was the least, like, lighthearted, I guess. Mm, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like, it was, I don't, I don't know, I felt like it had a really good message at the same time, though, you know? Like... It, still, it still had, like, the, the thing is with it, like, this is one thing with these episodes, they all come round full circle in the end as well. It's the fact that, like, they'll, they'll come up with an issue that's in this episode, they'll be like, again, the issues aren't really a massive part. It's like, it's like 50% food stuff, 50% like, story of, like, confrontations or whatever issues. Um, uh, but, like, with this one, it was very much about uh, Kasumi's niece and, like, uh, like about job stuff and like about communication as well like i think that that whole episode was about like communication actually talking yeah. to people like that's one thing and it obviously has a flashback about kasumi's work life as well uh obviously because that's where because he took her to the place where his boss took him so it's like there's a whole there's a whole load of different themes in it like about that one and yeah again think... it, it ends really well as well by the way it does yeah it, it, quite, it, it yeah. ends with quite happily but like i feel like Besides the normal message that the entire series is trying to portray, mm-hmm. is like, you know, you you can follow the rules of society, but you can still have fun in your own way. You know, you can still do the things you like. Kind of, it's not quite fuck what other people think, but like, you shouldn't yeah. think too much about what people are thinking. You should just try mm-hmm. to enjoy yourself. That's it, yeah. And then, like, episode four, like, piled extra messages on top. Because that yeah. was that was the same sort of message, you know, like forge your own path by all means, but you need to still try and respect the old ways and 
understand. Yeah, I get you, mean It comes through with a little bit like, hmm. Okay, yeah, the whole, the whole, the whole series has been projecting this one message. This is like, if you're young, maybe you should do things a bit differently, though. <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is the one thing that goes, yeah. Whether you bring it up now, it's like, okay, yeah, that is a bit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I like, I like to think that it's more around the communication. But you are right; it's, it's that kind of mixed. I mean, it is, one. it is like about communication because you know, it's like about talking. Because he does say to her, like, you need to tell your parents and you need to get your dad's, not permission, but, you know, like, you need to get him to understand. Yes. So it is still communication, but it is also still sort of like, just like an extra couple of layers on top of the normal, like, live your life. That's that's one thing as well. Kasumi does actually understand where his niece is coming from as well. So he isn't just completely shutting her down, like, oh, yeah, don't follow your dreams, blah, blah, blah. He just says, like, I can understand why you want to do this, but you have to go around it the right way. So he, he's not like a complete arsehole about it, because <laughs> he's not really an arsehole character at all. Because he's, he, he's he's a very traditional guy. Obviously, he was a salaryman for, like, well, it like, must be, like, 20 years? 20 years? More than years, that. Like, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, because he's 60, yeah. and he get flashbacks yeah, to yeah. when he was, like, 20-odd, <laughs> so it's got to yeah, be, Yeah, like, I think that's where I got confused. Yeah, so... Yeah, 40 years of continuous work as well. He's always worked for the same company. Well, that's the way it is in Japan, isn't it? Like, you join the company, you're not supposed to move around. You're supposed to stay at the same company for your entire life. It's strange. Yeah. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the thing about it. That's one thing as well with this series, is, like, you do get a more interesting insight into Japanese culture with it as well. Because, obviously, this is... It's just this guy who do it going about his daily life and obviously he's done things a certain way for so long and you'd think like why is he doing that that's a bit strange that he's done that but then you realize oh wait oh that's that's just how things are i guess like I, i'm again this is a series so it probably does take like some sort of liberties in terms of like how realistic it is i'm not entirely sure i mean I it is kind of because like yeah it's still tv in it so and like based off a of manga so it's a little neater than every real life would be like. Again, in episode four, he's arguing with his niece in a yakiniku restaurant, but it's a typical Japanese restaurant. They're sharing yeah. a big ass table with other people. There's loads of other people <laughs> around and she's just like out loud, like screaming at him at yeah. one point. And you're like, there yeah. is no way. There's Japan, creative liberties. That... There's definitely creative liberties at yeah. work here. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just certain things and you're like yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a few things in this that I'm like, there's no way that would fucking happen. Yeah, absolutely but, no way. <laughs> but still, like, I think it all comes around to the fact that I still think this is like a really like, a great series to watch if you just want to have watch something fun, like you said, lighthearted. Yeah, like, you don't need to think too much. Like, obviously, it's uh, it's just in Japanese. There's no English dub or anything like that. Like we've seen with other some other. To series. be fair, it's also not that complicated to follow either. Like they don't speak like because. I mean, the character is 60 years old, so he's not speaking incredibly fast either. So the subtitles don't move that fast. And, you know, he's taking his time to appreciate things. So you've got plenty of time to read. Or if you want to use it as listening practice, it's probably pretty good too, because they don't speak super, super fast. And it's all, it seems pretty, like, fairly simple, mm-hmm. I think. So, like, it could be a good resource for that, too. That's good. I never really think of it that way with these kind of series, but you're right. Yeah, I can understand. Like, But you've said it's spot on as well. They do speak slowly enough for it to, like, 
be unrecognizable, I guess. But like one thing, I did want to, uh, a couple of things I wanted to mention as well about this. Uh, one of the things is the acting in this. Because when you look at other like Japanese live action series, like I feel like some of these really come across overacted. But with Samurai Gourmet, this this felt really natural for like for a live action series. Well, it doesn't minus, feel like it's minus when he's like eating. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's some bits where yeah, when he drinks a beer and he's literally just pokes it up as like ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, and that is the most like egregious it gets. But even then, it's not that bad. Because I I've had like a day where like I'm just like I'm absolutely knackered. And I take a sip of like a drink or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Like obviously it's yeah, a lot more. You're, not, probably you're not like <laughs> looking like you're slamming it back and then you know like bringing it forward and you you look up to the sky with utter joy and then you sigh heavily like. Ah. Well, there's one. I think you know the only I mean? time like, I feel I think the only time where I feel it's like, like it's overacted. I think he's in episode two where um, he's eating the ramen. And uh, it's the worst ramen he's ever eaten. So he's eating it bit by bit. And he's like, well, I'm going to eat the noodles. The noodles can't be that bad. And then literally, <laughs> like he does with like when he's had a good beer, he's like, uh, but in this time it's absolutely disgusting. So he just tilts his head back. His uh, eyes roll back a little bit as well. <laughs> it's just like, okay, that's a bit far now. <laughs> that's, I think that's the most overacted I feel like it got. I but... mentioned in episode two, I didn't, I didn't really want to bring it up, but like that, I had issues with that episode, man. I could imagine why you'd have issues with Yeah. That. If, <laughs> if borderline felt offensive to me, <laughs> I don't typically get offended by yeah, racial things yeah. a lot, but that felt like it was not attacking me personally, but like, you know. <laughs> for, for context in this, uh, episode two, Kasumi tries to find ramen, uh, but all his favorite ramen spots are busy. And he doesn't want to wait. So he tries this new place. It so happens to be a Chinese place. Yeah. And like everything that he runs through with it. It's just Honestly, like... it's every, it becomes every like stereotype. Yeah. And the thing is, it felt offensive. Yeah. But the problem is, is that I know and I have experienced those exact stereotypes as a customer. Uh-huh. So I can't exactly be like, it's wrong. <laughs> and I can't exactly <laughs> claim racism because I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> I know those but stereotypes. I think I... it's because it's been portrayed on screen, which... Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess it's... Yeah. Uh... And it, the thing is, I think... Like, it doesn't, like, going through those experiences, it doesn't just have to be solely, like, to a Chinese place as well. This yeah, could happen been in any, any restaurant. Yeah. But it just so happens they to They really fall. call it out. And because it's, like, Japan yeah, and China, and it's, like, I'm not trying to defend either side, but, like, there's yeah. issues there. <laughs> yes, yeah. And it does really feel like, you know... It doesn't feel like it's a subtle dig to China. It feels like it's a huge dig. Because... It feels like someone's <laughs> kicking you on purpose. That's yeah. what it felt like. It's like it's not like it's a subtle restaurant where it's like, oh, this has Chinese themes. It's like, oh, a Chinese restaurant with like blatant Chinese, yeah. like kind of like <laughs> everything visually is Chinese. He walks in and like it's very like stereotypically a Chinese restaurant. It's Again, like... <laughs> that everything is a stereotype yeah. about that. Everything. Yeah. It, it absolutely everything. And it's <laughs> it's painful to watch as a Chinese person. 
Mm -hmm. And that's why I say it felt offensive. I, I really felt it. I did actually sort of get a little mad watching it because mm -hmm. i was like come on now that's a bit unfair like that's yeah that's taking it a bit far but then like i said i don't want i don't want to justify it yeah but i've definitely experienced exactly that i know i know those kind of restaurants i know those kind of people proprietors of those businesses mm -hmm. i've seen those firsthand <laughs> so it's not exactly wrong i tell you what makes it feel like probably more offensive is the fact that there's no redemption to it yeah i think Absolutely it's because like no every everything is like it's negative the food's bad like the restaurant's like dirty every there's like literally every like anything that can go wrong in a restaurant the rude stuff yeah. or that kind of thing it's all bad but at the end like you think oh maybe like this woman who he's having like this, these disagreements with or whatever maybe there's a reason why it's gone like this. Maybe she'll get some redeeming factor. Nope. And it's like, no, he, he just walks out the restaurant and it's like, it's just a completely bad experience. There's, there's no redeem. There's no reason why it's like that. It just is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no, that's what probably makes it feel a lot more offensive in it. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's, no sure. there's no for redemption. There's no, for sure. <laughs> Especially yeah. cause like the redeem you, you feel from the way it's happened, right? Cause that's only episode two. So you think, Oh, maybe the ramen will be good. No, it's not. <laughs> the pe the service is terrible. The place is terrible. And then he his whole day is salvaged by a pack of instant ramen that he eats at home. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's almost what makes it feel worse. Like Pepe said, is that he gets saved by just the thing you bought from the supermarket. No, no, fuck, mm -hmm. fuck the Chinese restaurant and fuck all of that <laughs> shit. Instant ramen. That's, that's what it's all about. One thing that I wanted to bring up as well, this is the second thing I wanted to bring up about the series, is that obviously it's so focused on food. And this is one thing as well. Do not watch this if you're hungry. Oh, dude, I did, I did that last night. I was watching oh. the Yakiniku episode yeah. two hours after I'd eaten my dinner. And I was just sitting there like, yo, I'm hungry now. I want to eat this. I want to eat. Like, literally, because especially if you watch these episodes back to back, you're like, I want that. I want that. I want that. And it's because they make every shot of the food in this episode, no matter whether it's instant ramen, whether it's yakiniku, whatever, they'll make it look absolutely spectacular as well. And like, this is just like, a like, like you said, a, a love letter to food in general, because yeah. everything looks so delicious. You know, things look delicious when i don't even i've seen japanese breakfast at like yeah you know a uh ryokan or whatever you know like a, mm -hmm. a traditional, like a traditional one, place yeah. never appealed to me before but in episode three when he has that fucking mackerel in his rice and he's having a great yeah. time i'm like yo i could go for a japanese breakfast you know like they dang. sell it so well like literally the whole the whole way like it's done like Obviously, gives his description as well. Like, so, like, it's not just the shots of the food which are spectacular. It's like the scripting of it is so good as well because he's literally just going through every detail. It's like, oh, like, even the rice tastes good. Like, it's because it's by like, the coast or wherever that it tastes, all the food is saltier. So it's a different vibe. To it's what it's almost have. like a live action food wars minus the etchy crap. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> if you like food wars and want to avoid the plot, 
<laughs> the fan service the fan service watch this and like as i said like it's not overacted well food wars as an anime feels overacted <laughs> uh, and uh like but this is just so natural the way it comes across it like it sells it so well like if you just want to see a series about food this is the greatest way to experience it oh, man i'm i'm now remembering because i finished the last like three episodes like today yeah dang that made me hungry too actually so yeah. remind me because like the last four episodes obviously i've watched this whole series before yeah but that was back in 2017 so i can't remember a lot of what happened in the last four episodes i remember like because i read the synopsis and i was like okay, oh yeah this so happens this happens you yeah, watched sure. eight episodes right yeah yeah okay so episode nine is him remembering eating croquettes with his friends after school yeah. So he goes on, gets croquettes from a, a local place, which I really want to do. I already wanted to do that. Yeah. But now I really want to do that because it, <laughs> it looked good. Like freshly, yeah. like deep fried stuff from like a local butcher or a yeah. local, like. I can already imagine it. Like the way it's filmed, like yeah. feels like I want to get like a bunch of these different things. <laughs> and it's cheap. Like, yeah. You buy croquettes for like 100 yen. So, like, deep fried little like it's not what we call croquettes well you know like over here it's like potato yeah i think theirs is like pork so it's almost like a tempura it's almost like a katsu but not yeah somehow. i think katsu is probably the best way to describe it it's like it's crunchy and it's like yeah probably it's, got some bits I think of potato in it but it's not like the same way that it's i think it's here. pork mince rather than yeah. pork cutlet yeah that's how croquette and katsu are different Anyway, yeah. that's that's episode nine. Isn't that where he's drinking the beer outside as well? Yeah. He feels really guilty about it. Yeah. Okay. It's because he's on a rooftop and there's like that kid's, you know, sort of like the live action, like Power Ranger kind of thing going on. There's a bunch of little kids yeah. around and he thinks uh, it's very inappropriate because there's kids around. You shouldn't be drinking. But then he's like, ah, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Now. Yeah, I remember that bit now. Yeah. Um, episode 10, he goes to the Yakitori restaurant yeah and there's that other old guy there and then the tourists come in and uh the chef gets really pissed off at them he just already is just like in a bad mood because some foreigners have come in uh, and he okay, doesn't seem yeah. to like foreigners yeah um, i mean again kind of speaks to reality sometimes in japan it does but this is like... also where i where you said it took liberties do you know for a fact if that was a real situation he wouldn't have even given them a table if he hated them that much, they either would have they would have kicked them out straight away and been like, "Sorry," because neither of them speak English, like the the yeah. waitress or the or the chef. And typically in those situations, that's where you would get kicked out because they don't want to give you poor service because they can't speak English, so they'd rather just yeah. kick you out. Yeah, yeah. So that was like that's an example of where they took liberties because yeah, again, the chef would not come out and scream at you because he would not have even given you the time of day. <laughs> he would not even be eating at his establishment yeah. but anyway so there's that one and that's where kasumi was gonna say something but then he chickened out and the other mm -hmm. old guy like steps in and like makes the chef realize he's being a dick uh okay yeah that one i kind of i don't remember too much about that one but yeah i get you. i get the vibe of it okay. yeah yeah uh and then the next one is uh his anniversary with his wife they go and eat Odin, the yes. that sort of like soup broth with stuff mm -hmm. in it. 
Yeah. Almost like a hot pot, but not hot pot. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last episode is him going to a restaurant he remembers going to back when he was in university. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out to be shut down, right? Uh, actually, it moved. That that was a twist. That was a twist. Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. Yeah, it moved. And then he found it. Yeah, he finds it quite easily. Luckily, everyone sort of dis- tells him where it went. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's even like I said, this a twist is barely. Like, I mean, like yeah. I could believe that in Japan, like you know, like your fellow businesses have probably have been around for a while, so the way courtesy and stuff works, they probably would know where you went if you move. Oh yeah, I think like yeah. Whereas over so here, it's like I don't fucking know. Like, why yeah. would I know where someone else moved? Go fucking Google it, you dickhead. Yeah, yeah, most likely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's different over here, yeah. but over there, I could sort of see that actually being a thing. Like, you could just walk into yeah. somebody else's business and be like, sorry, there was this restaurant with this name here before. Um, did it close down or something? And then, you know, they'd be like, yes or no, they moved. They moved to here. That's more mm. believable in Japan. That yeah, I, 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 could agree. I could agree with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that one. Uh, that one was quite nice. The last episode was like, probably the most wholesome okay yeah in my opinion because like he goes there he has the the meal he was looking for hash beef and rice looks like some sort of beef stew um and it's one he ate all the time in university and the uh the owner actually remembers it like she doesn't let on until he's basically monologuing as normal whilst he's eating and he's like Mm -hmm. ah I've always been bad at portioning. I always finish the beef before the rice. I always have some rice left over. And uh, the wait, the owner slash waiter, she comes over and she puts some pickled veggies down next to him, and he's he's confused. And she's like, "You're the you're the student that used to come here all the time, right? You used to eat here all the time. You'd eat this one dish all the time, and you always had rice left, and you always <laughs> ate it. You always finished with pickled veggies." And he sort of looks at her like whoa you remember me that's crazy which again in real life that'd be a probably fucking guess and a half yeah that is a a massive assumption like (laughs) that is a guess and a half like okay she remembers right some people are like that they probably would remember Mm. small weird details like that but like if not that is uh that is a shot in the dark, I'll tell you that. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, there's there's a lot of things with that where it's like But yeah, it's I like, mean it's, it's, it's for like story, that. it is for story. Yeah, like, it's it, yeah. It's that and then like the the owner has a a photo album mm-hmm. and she's kept all the pictures she's taken of like customers in the store, even from the old location. So he like oh, looks okay. through and it turns out there's loads of pictures of him because obviously he went there a lot. And yeah. then he realizes that there's actually some pictures of his wife in the oh, in the background yeah. of some of the pictures of him and his friends. Oh. So then it's like you know, sort of like neat little bow. Yeah. Or like it's a good it's a good little episode for that kind of thing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And then she takes the wind out of its sails. So oh, that's yeah. great too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that is it. It's like uh, there's there's wholesome, but there's like what this series does best along with like food shots obviously is uh it, it's, it's a great wholesome watch like there's so there's so many good moments of this series i mean that's why i loved it so much when i first watched it uh just because like it's just like 
one of those ones where you just don't have to think too much about it. You're just watching, you get hungry. Like, ah, oh. as, as a guy that loves food, I think I appreciate this so much. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I did too. It's sort yeah. of, there's not anything on there that I didn't, there's not that many things the show showed off that I don't already know of and yeah. isn't already on my list to try next time I head to Japan, whenever that is. Yeah. But there are a few like extra things that I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I even made Nato look good. This is the oh, one. No, thing it did it. not. No, it did not. Shut uh, up. No, no, I, 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 no, 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 right. I'm not a Nato fan whatsoever, right? But like the way he like was doing it, and, like he talks through it and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I, was I doing it wrong? Because I was just eating it. Like, is it supposed to be done differently? Like, and obviously the way he describes well, it, I'm not like, I'm not I, a massive look, fan of the I food. Don't I've eat, tried it. <laughs> I haven't tried it. I yeah. don't like the idea of Nato. I do mm -hmm. know you are supposed to mix it like mad. Mm -hmm. People do say you, the more you mix it, the better it tastes. I have yes, heard yeah. that. But I will not agree with you on that. It did not <laughs> make that seem any more appealing than it already was. <laughs> I will, I will yeah, die yeah. on this hill. I don't care. <laughs> that still made Nato look as gross. <laughs> as it already is there we go okay yeah but uh no i think it's the way it's shot this is one thing i still think like, it just <laughs> well the way agree the shot really to looks. disagree on well that. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, no. i cannot uh, believe out of everything you picked not oh my god no look i i'm saying that like every piece of food in this looks absolutely amazing this is one thing i, I feel like everything like, this is, in this series is done i'm like, Makes box lunch. I'm not a massive fish guy either. The mackerel look freaking good. Yeah, the mackerel look like delicious. Yeah. That looked amazing. And yeah. at the bar, I don't like tofu, but that tofu dish that he ordered, kasane or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That yeah, did yeah. look kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's one thing. It's just like the, the angles and everything like that, man. It's just like, it's so good. It looks so cool. I mean, yeah. one thing it definitely... Re like I'm cemented in my mind is I definitely have to go and eat yakiniku next time. Oh, I really want to do yakiniku. I have yeah. to. I have to absolutely. Yeah. Like yakiniku croquettes. Um, like everything. Everything they're doing that fucking yakiniku episode looks so freaking. Good. Yeah. Right. Oh my right. god. Um. Yeah. It's. I want to go to a proper yakitori place as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I want to try Odin, but. Because it's like hot food and it's sort of like a soup kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how much I want to do that because I'm probably typically going to be in Japan closer to summer. And Japanese summers are disgusting. So I don't really want that much hot food. Yeah, you'd rather have a coolish than a... Oh, oh well, of course. Point. But I mean, I'll have a coolish <laughs> even if it was fucking the butt of winter like <laughs> i get that yeah like i feel like it definitely is more of a, a winter dish i feel with odin i do want to say though if if there are younger viewers that end up watching this one thing you gotta know is that day drinking is not good okay <laughs> do not it we the culture boys do not condone it we are not glorifying drinking drink responsibly because one thing i did start thinking towards around probably episode five or six 
probably closer to six. Uh, no, actually, maybe just after that, because the five and six, he doesn't drink beer. But every time he drinks beer mm-hmm. during the day, there's a little like piano piece that starts playing. Mm-hmm. And I could see how if you were a slightly more impressionable person, it might mm-hmm. seem like they're glorifying beer. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point that out. Don't do that. Okay? Drink responsibly. That's all. That's all I want to say. Yes, drink responsibly is the best way to describe that. I think that's the one thing with this is that, like, uh, obviously what they're doing in this series is kind of doing like, a lot of pairings, I'd say. Yeah. Like, the, way that, the way to describe it is like, oh, beer goes well with stronger flavors and stuff like that. So, like, bear in mind, drinking culture, drink, there's a big drinking culture in Japan as well. There's, like, drinking cultures all over the world. Yes. Uh, so like, and obviously each one has a different, different I don't know, aspect to it, or whatever you want to describe it. There's very different ways of drinking in different places of the world. But yes, really, if you get over sixty, just drink a midday beer. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, That's I just it. as the one responsible thing I'll do this episode is just point that out because it did, it did really start feeling like okay, I get it. Kasumi really likes his beer, and for some reason he really likes his beer at lunchtime. <laughs> but like this piano music and everything it's starting to make it seem a bit like beer in the afternoons is like the best thing you could do and i'm you know just don't <laughs> <laughs> yes uh is there anything else we want to say about this before we wrap this up nathan anything else you want to say no <laughs> i thought there <laughs> might have been but honestly not really it's... i think we've uh, wrapped up quite a lot like uh we've touched on a fair few points of this i think as well like we can only describe so much about this series yeah uh but like it's a completely different situation where you actually watch it because only when you're watching will you get the idea of like how this is told how it looks and like the way of the storytelling the way the characters like develop it well develop is very strange because i don't think there's much character development in this not really uh the best way to experience this is by watching it. Thank you if you have listened to this episode all the yeah. way through. <laughs> but if you haven't seen the series itself, I'd highly recommend it. That is the best way to get into this. Yes, I, I uh, would also highly recommend because uh, I did a quick Google search before I did start watching it. And most of the things I saw were people asking for a season two. I'd love a season two for this. It's been a while, so I don't think it will happen. I mean, like it depends on what the original author is doing but i mean if it's just a sort of one-off thing that they did then uh you know it is what it is isn't it yeah exactly i think uh it'd be great if they did get a season two but at the same time like it's just a great series to watch in general so definitely like try it out and like just just want something nice wholesome to watch it's there yeah again it's it's good and you might if you're studying, you might learn some new words, some new vocab. You might get some listening practice in. I don't know. I think it could be a useful resource for like some sort of like Japanese study, though. It's, I think it's a great. Like, if you, if you, I tell you what, if you ever go into Japan and you want an idea of like what foods you'd want to try, I think that's a very good way of like yeah, looking into it as well. If it, if you are paying attention, like you also technically could learn how to order food and drink very at the same point, time because yeah. he does order food and drink all the time at the very least you'll know how to order a beer <laughs> <laughs> like as a tourist as well when you're in japan like that's probably the biggest thing you can do like learn how to order stuff like because you will need to do that 
and it's like yeah there's like great it's, i mean yeah obviously you can google it uh, but if you want to have a bit of fun and get a little bit of insight to what uh, like culture's like over there yeah it's good it's a good it's a good way of doing it i think yeah I think we should probably wrap this up before we start yeah. going on any other it's, tangents. Uh, that ends up becoming a whole new thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. You, have you watched this? If you haven't, what other series would you recommend? All that kind of jazz. Let us know anything. If you know any other series like this that you could recommend, let us know. I might actually, we might check it out. And who knows? It might become an episode. It'd be interesting to see what else is out there. Exactly that. Yes. And you could do that by following us on twitter you can send <laughs> us on twitter and send us these <laughs> recommendations if you want to listen to us on the podcast platforms right <laughs> and that though that's it for the cultured boys episode of the week yes it's food <laughs> yes it's something i'm going off on a tangent see you guys later <laughs> bye bye <laughs>